The loveliness of Paris seems somehow sadly gay. The glory that was Rome is of another day. Well, I was terribly alone and forgotten in Manhattan. I'm going home to my city by the bay. I left friendship. Two friends ambling through an art gallery. This is one of my favorites. Everett this. Raymond Kinsler. But you know, as you say, there's always one little thing that he selects to focus. And Anthony Benedetto. The light coming through here, the shade there. Just beautiful. They were both born 77 years ago, two days apart. Both had gone to the same New York City high school. I probably passed him, knew his name, but it didn't, we, we didn't know each other. So I was not quite 16 when I quit, and Tony finished. And then, through some coincidences, we met about, it was about more than 15 years ago. And uh, that's the end of the story. But of course, that's not the end of the story, because each of them went on to great things. Everett Raymond Kinsler left school to illustrate comic books like The Shadow. Today, he's one of our finest portrait painters. He has painted a virtual gallery of 20th century America. Five presidents have posed for him. His paintings of President Gerald Ford and President Ronald Reagan hang in the White House. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. And Anthony Benedetto. He grew up to be Tony Bennett, you keeper of the American Songbook. But he's always said he has two careers, while Tony Bennett keeps singing. I want to be around to pick up the pieces. Anthony Benedetto is hard at work painting. Bennett, that is Benedetto, drops in on Kinsler's occasional master classes whenever he can. Wow. How about that? Yeah. When was the last time you saw that? I don't think I've seen it for 20 years. That was the from the Edsel show? Yes. Remember what happened to the Edsel? What happened? Well, not much. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to tell you, you know, they, they had prototypes of the Edsel during that show because this was Bing's first television show and I was walking out in front of Henry Ford Jr. 
and I got into the into the parking lot and opened the door to my Edsel, which was purple, and the handle came off in my hand. <laughs> so I said, Mr. Ford, about your car. <laughs> and he said, oh, oh, take mine. So I had a black one, and he had the purple without the handle. Now, you and Mr. Bennett are old friends, correct? Uh, Tony. Yes. Oh, Tony, right. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm mad at you. Oh. Right. You know, I, I, I can't get... I can't win if you're if you're nominated in the same category as I'm in on on a Grammy. I can't win, Tony. Sometime, don't make an album a year. You know, one year, give me a break. Give me just and then and then listen. You know, I, I thought I had him. I thought I had him. I had it covered because I was nominated for for an Emmy. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't win that either. That was, that, that, was, that was last year, see? But you weren't there. And I figured, well, you know, at least he wasn't there. Yeah, imagine this if, year. Yeah. I was watching at home with popcorn, too. <laughs> right. I wasn't, I wasn't nominated. No. He got it. Well, yeah, okay. you see? Yeah. You win in yeah. everything. You win okay. in everything. That's getting good, you know. <laughs> I wanted to play that clip. That, of course, is now the late Tony Bennett and Rosemary Clooney, two very legendary singers. We know him as Tony Bennett, but his family knew him as Anthony Benedetto. And I think it was Bob Hope, he said, who changed his name because Anthony Benedetto, that's too long for a marquee. But then Tony said in the interview once, who knew that uh, Engelbert Humperdinck would fit on a marquee? So Tony Bennett left this world on Friday. He had been suffering from Alzheimer's. He was 96 years old. So whenever people are like, oh, how sad. And it's like, you, when someone's 96 years old, come on. Come on. But he, he was the last. He was the bridge between that glorious world of music. I mean, you, the American songbook we associate with Tony Bennett. And the song that I played at the beginning was I Love My Heart in San Francisco, which was funny because he was not from San Francisco. He was from Queens, New York. But that song is his staple. There are so many, and these were songs that he didn't write. So many of these American classics became his staples. And I played that clip of the Rosie O'Donnell show it, it was uh, funny because, you know, Rosemary Clooney never won a Grammy. And it was to- and Tony would win every year. I think he had like 22 of them, you know. And um, the 90s, he had this resurgence and won all these awards. And the, in the MTV generation, because he had done an MTV Unplugged album, usually that was the, 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 the ticket right there is if you did a MTV Unplugged album, well, you were cool. You know, Nirvana had done it. Uh, Bob Dylan had done it. Allison Chains. Um, and Tony Bennett. Even Eric Clapton did it. But for Tony, and then Tony Bennett would bring all these, you know, friends with him, like Katie Lang and um, uh, these, you know, Streisand. I, I don't think she was on the MTV Unplugged album, but they did duets together. And then, you know, years later, he did the duet, uh, two duet albums with Lady Gaga. And then he did that famous duet with Amy Winehouse, who died today, 12 years ago. And um, 
I'd like to think that they're doing their duet now in, in the ether, wherever they are. And so I thought, you know, it was just to do a show. I was going to do, because I had done a show on Bruce Lee, and I'll do something about that later. And I thought I'll just keep it on the gram, Instagram. You know, maybe do like a companion piece with Jason Almy. But to talk about Tony Bennett, I mean, you know, and I and I think people associate him as with their grandparents' music because yes, my grandparents loved Tony Bennett. Come on, that was their generation. He was born in nineteen twenty six, ninety, almost. He was almost ninety seven, and um, in two thousand sixteen, revealed his battle with Alzheimer's disease. And um, if we can get over to here. Anthony Dominic Benedetto, August 3rd, 1926, and died on July 21st, 2023. 20 Grammy Awards, two Emmy Awards, NEA Jazz Master, Kennedy Center Honoree, and founded the Frank Sinatra School of Arts in Astoria, Queens. He has sold, sold more than 50 million records worldwide, earned a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was with Columbia Records from the beginning of his career to the end of his life. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And so I thought I would talk about him because, you know, I look at this generation and, and you know, yeah, it's TikTok. He's on TikTok, by the way. There's clips of Tony Bennett on TikTok or how people would parody him like Alec Baldwin had done the Tony Bennett show on Saturday Night Live. We're not going to play it. Um, and like all artists, you know, he struggled and um, fell into turmoil and, you know, had a battle with uh substance abuse i remember because he did a 60 minutes interview with ed bradley that was always the thing you do those those 60 minute interviews with ed bradley and either ed bradley or mike wallace is going to ask you the tough questions and um he asked tony and tony gets said who said that because he says i read somewhere you spent most of the 70s stoned and then he admitted he says yeah he says yeah i got some help you know, and, and Sinatra told him to slow it down. When Sinatra tells you to slow it down, come on. You better watch it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and it, also he was an accomplished painter. I, I don't think many people knew that. You know, um, many of his works were published in the art book Tony Bennett. What My Heart Has Seen in the 1990, in 1996. In 2007, another book involving his paintings, Tony Bennett in the Studio, A Life of Art and Music, became a best-selling uh, art book. Mm. This is from the man himself. Regarding his choices in music, Tony Bennett reiterated his artistic stance in a 2010 interview. I'm not staying contemporary for being the big record companies. I don't follow the latest fashions. I never sing a song that's badly written. In the 1920s and 30s, there was a renaissance in music that was the equivalent of the artistic renaissance. Cole Porter, Johnny Mercer, and others just created the best songs that had ever been written. These are classics. And finally, they're not being treated as light entertainment. This is classical music. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Benedetto. 
you know, um, he continued to perform despite his um, diagnosis. I believe the last performance was um, 2022 or 21 for the album Love for Sale. With Lady Gaga. And there was a really great 60 Minutes interview where Tony's musical side of his brain was still intact. You know, he would have moments where he wouldn't remember certain faces. And, and, you know, that's understandable with the disease that he had. And ultimately, it took his life. So I wanted to pay tribute to Mr. Bennett who has given us all many, many years of enjoyment, musical excellence. I mean, the man had the voice. And Sinatra was the one who said, this is a singer you should be listening to. This is my favorite singer. Um, you know, he was a little more approachable than Sinatra, we could say in some aspects. But I wanted to pay tribute to this icon. And... um Let's further into this. I love this interview between him and Rosemary. I found this uh, CD, also an album cover, Girl Singer. Look who did the album cover. Yeah. That would be Mr. Tony Bennett yeah. drew the album cover yeah. for Ms. Rosemary Clooney. Yeah. You know, Rosie, we started out on a show called years ago at the beginning of television when very few people had television sets. Gee, that's and, you know, it was really called Songs for Sale. And there were amateur songwriters, that, and they would use to really kid the, the people that wrote songs. And they were really bad, bad songs. Yeah. <laughs> and it was before cue cards, professional men that would have cue cards. Right. And so they'd had the stagehands, who were pretty tanked up. By the time the show went on. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they were, they were we, loaded. We'd walk out, it was live, <laughs> and they'd, they'd, we'd go to look at the cue cards, and they were upside down. And you we know, were, or they'd be holding them behind a tree. And we'd say, uh, could, could, you know. But then, but then, you know, we didn't, these were amateur songs, and we couldn't learn the melody. Right. So I would make them up. Yeah, you'd make them up. I would it make right it up. up. Right the and then, then, then the people would look at us, you know, try to find us later and say, you know, if you'd sung the song right, I would have won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, terrible, terrible. And then you got a job on a radio show, and you hired Tony Bennett. Is that true? No, actually. No, we started the radio show before we did that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, even before that. That's right. We had a, it was an amateur show. And a contest. Was, uh, John, Robert Q. Lewis. Oh, before and Rosie, that. Rosie won the contest. I see. That's right. I beat you, didn't I? She beat me. Oh, see, that's yes. where it all Right. Let me hang on to that the rest of my life. I beat him once. You were so wonderful when you got nominated for the Emmy on your nephew's show, ER. You yeah. were it was oh, such a brilliant you. performance. Thank you. Thank you. It was very son Miguel, a very you know, you talented know, actor. You know we worked how, together. You know how he loves you? Oh. He really does. He adores you and he's so happy for your success. He watches you every day. He's a great guy. We did another stakeout together. He played the mean guy who tried to kill me with the gun. Remember him? <laughs> so nice. Uh, Such he, a nice He boy. always plays the bad guy he and does. he's so sweet. He it's like the opposite of how he, he is. Finished, he finished a picture for uh, It's a Stephen King. Expedia members save on travel. I hate these commercials. I was going to play a clip. This is Tony talking about Amy Winehouse. But, uh, I, I wish her the best. I hope that she uh, straightens out with that. 
and it would help so many of her fans so that she Amy Winehouse uh, tragically passed away just a few months after doing the song, uh, recording the song Body and Soul with you, one of the duets that appears on this record. Tell me about what you remember about that session with Amy. Well, a touch of regret because uh, she did such a beautiful job. When listening to this record, you could hear that she had the whole facility of an Ella Fitzgerald, of a, of a Billie Holiday, who were the two best singers of jazz in the world. She was a true, since since Elvis Presley into the Beatles, into the Rolling Stones and the whole so-called new era, she was the best singer of any young singer that I have ever heard. She sang in the true tradition of being a great artist, and she was a great artist. You could hear it on that record. And it was a regretful for me because... I liked it so much, and I was traveling to get back to sing with Lady Gaga in New York. So I didn't have a chance to tell her that I was coming back in a month at the Palladium to celebrate my 85th birthday, and I wanted to have her sing with me on that stage. And it was just regretful because I wanted to get her on the side and tell her to slow down and clean up her act with drugs and that it would eventually hurt her very much. Mm. And it was just a big tragedy for me when my son called me up a month later and said she just died. And uh, it was regretful for me that she, she, I didn't get a chance to talk to her. You had your own issues with cocaine back yeah. in, the, in, the, in the 70s and 80s. You came out of that. Right. What, what would you have told her about how to somehow work your way out of that? Well, I would just give her the answer that happened to me it, I, Woody Allen's manager <clears throat> told me that he knew uh, that he used to manage Lenny Bruce, the great uh, philosopher and poet that was on drugs. And I said, oh, I know Lenny. I said, what do you think of him? And he said, one sentence that changed my life. He said, he sinned against his talent. Hmm. And that stopped me cold. I withdrew. I had no withdrawal period. It's it just was a relief for me to stop everything. And uh, I've been sober ever since, and I love it. It's made me very sane. Tony, on the day that Amy Winehouse died, um, I was here re reporting on it, and, and, and uh, one of the, the important quotes that was circ circulating around the world was from you, uh, a statement that day saying, we've lost one of the, the jazz greats, just as you were talking about her right now. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you see a jazz great? What, if you could put it into words, what would it be about Amy Winehouse that, that made her one of the greats? It's called ears. If you happen to have the ears of a musician like I do, I'm blessed with that. I could tell right away if someone is genuine or if they're just not singing in tune or something wrong, if there's something wrong. But the gift of uh, improvisation of uh, uh, knowing to do, uh, uh, take a chance, uh, to say something and mean it from your heart, from your spirit, and be honest. It's called honesty, actually. It's being an honest singer. And certain people have it and certain people don't. That was Tony Bennett talking about Amy Winehouse. In 2011.
He was in his 80s. He was still going strong in his 80s, and he continued into his 90s and ultimately retired from performing. And so it's you know been my pleasure to talk about Tony Bennett. And I, you know, I look at the other generation like you guys need to listen to him. But at the same time, I understand when you're ready to listen to him. You know, I started listening to jazz when I was 16, 16, 17, probably. And, you know, Tony, Tony was still going strong, still going strong. So was Rosemary, Rosemary Clooney. And these were singers that we revered so highly with the Bing Crosby's and um, Frank Sinatra's and Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday and uh, Dean Martin and, you know, wonderful singers. But Tony, Tony was special. Tony was very special. And you could hear that in the songs that he chose. You could hear that in his phrasing. You could hear that in how he revered other performers out of love and respect and so this is a Dr. Zeus podcast, just um, paying tribute to, we'll give him his, his name back, Anthony Benedetto, but we know him as Tony Bennett. And um, you left your heart in San Francisco, Tony, and we will forever love you for that. Good night.